everyone, and welcome to the PR Week, our podcast for Friday, June 20th. My name is Frank Washcook. I'm the news editor for PR Week, and I am stepping in this week for our editor-in-chief, Steve Barrett, who is hopefully still enjoying Brazil. This is being recorded before the England match on Thursday, we should point out, so uh, a little bit back to the future here. I'm joined by Lindsay Stein, our senior reporter for Consumer News. Lindsay, how are you? Doing really well. And Brittany Kiefer, our web editor. Brittany, how are things? They're great. Good. Good deal. So our first topic for today is Cannes, which of course none of us have been at, but is definitely taking place in the south of France. So Brittany confirmed that it is taking place. Sure thing. (laughs) So Brittany, since you've been helping out our sister magazine campaign on their minute by minute, hour by hour can coverage, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the highlights that have uh, happened? Well, so anyone who wants to get some real-time updates can check out the campaign blog. PR Week is contributing to it each day, um, so we have a link to that on our homepage. But basically, there's um, there's been a lot of celebrities there, as usual. Not all of them have said very relevant things, but <laughs> they've gotten a lot of attention on social media. So some of the highlights on day one, David Hasselhoff was there, mm-hmm. and there was a fun game that Golan Harris, or Golan, sorry, they just rebranded him, um, Takes some getting used to this. <laughs> yeah. um, put together called Hoff or Not. So David Hasselhoff and a lookalike were roaming can, mm-hmm. and people were taking pictures, and you had to go online and guess who was the real David Hasselhoff. And the point of that was they were talking about relevance and how David Hasselhoff has managed to stay relevant through all these years and maintain his brand. Um, other celebrities that have been there are Sarah Jessica Parker, Sheryl Sandberg from Facebook, who uh, talked about women and creativity. Um, and banning the word bossy. Yeah. Uh, who else was there? Um, Kanye was there. Kanye. Oh, how could I forget? Kanye West was there. He said some ridiculous things. We do have a roundup of that. The weirdest things he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, oh, Courtney Love was there. She talked about how what was Courtney Love doing? Yeah, there? Uh, well, there's a Gray, the advertising agency, mm-hmm. was having a music showcase, and she talked about how creativity, how she gets inspired, how she's overcome adversity, and then she did a short performance. Um, she also took a photo with Mariah Carey mm-hmm. backstage. That's so that was exciting. Real meeting but of the world. We- <laughs> But to get into more of the communications stuff, which is what we care about, um, Edelman was the big winner. They won the PR Grand Prix for their Chipotle Scarecrow campaign. Mm-hmm. So you'll talk about that more in a minute. But they uh, that was the top prize in the PR category. And then some others that stood out to me that I liked, um, Honey made their This Is Wholesome campaign mm-hmm. one. They won a gold lion, and Weber Shanwick contributed to that. They were the PR agency along with Droga 5. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the silver lion category, the people might remember the Heineken If We Made It campaign. Mm-hmm. So that was the For camp- the Super Bowl. It was for the Super Bowl, but not really for the Super Bowl <laughs> because they weren't a sponsor of the Super Bowl. So they, were, they did a, a funny campaign about... Um, if they had made a Super Bowl ad, what it would be, and that was really memorable. And then in the bronze category, 
people probably remember Mattel's unapologetic Barbie campaign. Mm -hmm. So that was when Barbie was on the cover of Sports Illustrated and she was being unapologetic for some of the controversies that have surrounded her in the past. Um, Side note, Mattel just released an entrepreneur Barbie Hmm. in the continuation of that campaign. So those are some of the highlights and you can read about all the winners on our website. Also, Can Lines has their own website that includes case studies of all the winners, so those would be good to check out. Mm-hmm. And I think it's worth pointing out that with the Barbie campaign, there were two of the bigger PR agencies got mm-hmm. credit for that oh, one yeah. too, and that was both Ketchum and Weber Shanwick who helped out on that. So. Uh, worth giving those guys some kudos as well. Uh, so a little bit of controversy from Can this year, and that's whether or not Edelman was technically the first PR agency to win the Grand Prix uh, award. So Edelman, of course, won for its work with Chipotle for a campaign in which it basically uh, showed how that chain's food is more naturally made, has less preservatives, and is less factory factory made than uh, other types of fast food. Um, they won the Grand Prix this year and were given credit along with Creative Artist Agency, the firm from Los Angeles. A uh, little bit of a butting heads between between Edelman and Flesch and Hillard over who was actually the first firm to be awarded the Grand Prix. So Fleischman Hillard had been given credit in 2010 for a campaign it did for Gatorade or, along with TBWA Chia Day. Uh, that had also won the Grand Prix. So uh, the Can Lion jury actually put out a statement yesterday uh, clarifying its stance on the issue, giving Fleischman credit uh, as the first PR firm to technically win uh, for its 2010 award. So kudos to Edelman for winning this year. Kudos to Fleischman for the notoriety of being the first firm, the first PR firm to win the Grand Prix in 2010. Um, so that is the big news from Cannes this week, but also going on in the world, of course, is the World Cup, which kicked off last week. So, Lindsay, why don't you tell us a little bit about how some major brands are taking advantage of uh, the World Cup and its growing popularity in the U.S.? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to find a brand that has not been taking advantage of it. As If you were here, listeners, I have all these papers in front of me of Vine video photos and content creation. So um, everyone from McDonald's to Kia Motors to Budweiser to Beats by Dre have been leveraging this. Um, Kia Motors used a model, Adriana Lima, to get people involved. Um, McDonald's got a bunch of artists from all of the World Cup countries to redesign their French fry packaging for the first time in history. Um, Coca-Cola did something cool before the World Cup, which um, is noteworthy where they brought the World Cup, the trophy, to um, the only people who are allowed to hold the trophy are people who have competed in um, a world, like a, one of those matches, one of the professional matches. But anyway, they brought it to people who um, maybe never would have had a chance to, or like really like inspirational stories. Um, they went, they did a video about this blind uh, soccer team. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's some really inspirational stuff there, or people had missing limbs, etc. Um, and they also created a song, um, and actually McDonald's is also creating a song, but that's for its main Kanta um, Twitter handle and its Hispanic outreach efforts with a campaign called Viva Tuego, um, which is Live Your Game. So they're going to be creating a, a trilingual song with also named Viva Tuego to engage U.S. Hispanic millennials. What is the third language? 
Um, I actually don't know. Mm. I was wondering if it's Portuguese. Interesting. Okay, yeah. that would make sense. Yeah. Of course, the event is taking place in Brazil. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. And then Delta Airlines, of course, we wrote about earlier this week, um, tweeted a photo of when the U.S. was playing Ghana and the U.S. beat Ghana, and side by side they had a picture of the Statue of Liberty and a giraffe. Yeah, that um, wasn't so smart. It didn't go over well. Yeah, that didn't go over well. They did issue an apology and they did take down the tweet. Sometimes, I guess, less is more. Pizza Hut just tweeted a photo of pizzas and soccer balls, and that's, that's all more, they did. Yeah. <laughs> Giraffes don't live in Ghana. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they learned that afterwards. Um, but yeah, so you have all the brands jumping in, and if everything from Vine videos to songs to contests. Mm -hmm. And the U.S. is still in the competition at this point, mm -hmm. which is uh, good news, of course. Um, one team that is not still in it is Spain, which uh, unfortunately uh, Brittany Kiefer had the unfortunate luck to pick uh, in the office draft. Uh, so Brittany, sorry about that, um, but she has switched allegiances to Germany, is it now? Yes, Germany. So Okay, so she's pulling for Germany. Um, so yeah. One more brand I wanted to call out for the World Cup that I thought was interesting was Beats Electronics. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they created this five minute film before the World Cup, I think it came out the week before, and it was called The Game Before the Game, and so it just shows some soccer players wearing Beats headphones and they're getting ready for the game, and it's really kind of pumps you up video and they're not an official sponsor of the World Cup so of course they can't ever mention the World Cup but it's clear that's what yeah. they're promoting um, and actually FIFA has since banned Beats headphones from oh World gosh. Cup stadiums because it, Sony is an official by sponsor players. by players by right? players yeah uh, Sony is an official sponsor so oh, it, it's a competitor sense. of theirs so um, it's interesting because soccer players, I mean, you've seen so many of them, not just in this film, but wearing Beats headphones are really mm -hmm. popular. So I read an article yesterday about how it could actually help their brand now that they've been banned. It kind of builds more buzz around them. Yeah, I think it was a smart marketing strategy by Beats to put the uh, five-minute film out, I think about a week before. Mm -hmm. They've given it a little longevity because... Um, I think they've done a shorter version in the past couple of days, and where they sort of a Jay-Z remix, too. Yeah, yeah it wasn't on Facebook originally, they just mm -hmm. put it on this week, so mm -hmm. it's even more people are seeing it. But, I mean, anything that gets them some free media, mm -hmm. even if it is being banned from the stadium, it's probably a good thing for them. Yeah. Um, I think it's also, you know, they have a very distinct brand, too, and that, you know, people sort of know Beats headphones when they see them. I'm not sure they know what Sony headphones look like. Mm -hmm. Uh, so probably good for them. All right, Lindsay, bring us up to speed on something else that happened yesterday, and that is a major announcement by Amazon. That's right. They are launching their first smartphone. It's called Fire Phone, um, kind of going off of their Fire TV that they launched uh, recently as well, which is their streaming service. And also, I think Fire Music is it called? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's their smart. It's their first smartphone. Um, and they have mixed reviews so far from people. Some people are liking the features. Like they, it, they have really innovative features. There's a slight 3D feature where you can tilt your phone to scroll rather than scrolling with your finger. Um, and then there's, there's something called immersion reading where you can read a text, read text on your phone and listen to it as well at the same time. Um, you can take a photo of a piece of artwork and it'll tell you what it is based off like Wikipedia. So, some cool stuff. 
But people are upset about the price, which Frankie brought up this morning, and I was yeah. just reading because I didn't understand why. So it's like two hundred dollars the same price as an Apple phone or a Samsung, but people were expecting it to be cheaper because I guess Amazon's tablets are pretty inexpensive and reliable. Yeah. So they were expecting it to be around, along those lines. Um, and then also a lot of a lot of uh, articles I've read. I read one in the New York Times a little while ago that said they're missing the mark because. It's just another way for Amazon to get people to buy Amazon stuff. Yeah. Which it kind of is, but I do think it's cool that if you buy it, you get a free year. Um, Prime. Yeah, Prime, and I love Amazon Prime. So. <laughs> um, I think it's worth pointing out with the Amazon phone that the phone business is really tough. Um, you know, you have two major players in Samsung and Apple. Uh, I think that a lot of Brands have gotten out of the phone business willingly or unwillingly, whether it's Nokia or BlackBerry. Uh, you know, there were a lot of rumors for a couple of years about a Facebook phone, and they did not enter the market. So it's a very, very tough business to do well in. So Amazon really has their work cut out for them. It's interesting, in too, because I talked to somebody yesterday, um, Keith Negrin from Exponent PR. He told me he thinks that um, Bezos is kind of the anti-Steve Jobs mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, because like Steve Jobs would be out there like live streaming announcements and be all over the media, and Bezos is a little more like behind the scenes and undercover. Like The media event yesterday only had 300 people. Um, and that was another thing which I agree with Keith that I think it should have been live streamed. They have a yeah. streaming service. It kind of makes sense. But they wanted to keep it small and intimate. They kept so. it a surprise. They yeah. really did in that I don't think anybody really knew about it before. It wasn't widely reported at all mm -hmm. before uh, yesterday morning. And I think, and this is granted, like there's a whole mini industry around blogging about mm -hmm. Apple products, but there's already all sorts of rumors about how many sizes next phones are going to come in, or the watch, or whatever the case is. And so Amazon uh, kept things secret pretty well, I mm -hmm. think. It was also a good good press for AT&T. Yeah. Because they're the exclusive carrier, right? Yeah, they are. So that gives them an edge on Verizon for the people that are really mm -hmm. committed to getting the Amazon phone, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Okay, folks, that's about all we have time for on this week's podcast. But thank you again for listening to the PR Week.